Hi, Seth. Hey, Scott. So we're doing something um, something weird today. We're doing a promotional podcast. Somebody um, likes us and wants to give us things. Yeah. So Andrew Rains of Apex Pro contacted me and said, "Hey, Midwest Festival is coming up soon. Uh, we're going to be doing some really cool stuff at Midwest Festival." Uh, can we talk about it on your show in exchange for us giving you swag and free goodies and and help? And we get free stuff for promoting something that you use and love anyway, which is like the best. So I'm yeah. excited about this. Yeah, it's pr- pretty much exactly it. So if anybody else has anything else they'd like to hawk on our show uh, that we like and we appreciate, feel free to reach out to us. I mean, we're uh, open to being sold uh, to the highest bidder. Absolutely. You can uh, at me at uh, Trackwalking Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, we just wanted to be clear and do a full disclaimer on the whole thing, just so uh, y'all know this is something different. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm Seth. I'm Ryan. And we are track walking promotionally today with um, Ryan Finch, formerly Tire Rack Brad, but now putting the pro in Apex Pro, Apex Pro Ryan. I just made that up. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> it is Ryan at ApexTrackCoach.com, uh, but yeah, sure. There it is. <laughs> so, Ryan, uh, Midwest Festival is in a couple days. Um, I'm going to be there driving as best as I can amongst the uh, flurry of like 55 other GLTC drivers. And um, But you guys have something uh, going on that weekend. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, uh, pretty much the biggest reason why we uh, wanted to give you some swag and get on here, kind of get the the word out is uh, we, of course, are currently in the uh, pre-order stage of our Gen 2s. Last two times they came out, it sold out quite quickly. Um, but we just want to get people who have any interest at all with Apex Pro Gen 1 or 2 um, to demo the units and kind of reach out to us ahead of time. Um, like I already gave my email. Uh, that's the easiest way to kind of reach out. But, of course, direct contacting if you have to, uh, Andrew or myself. Andrew Rains, for anyone who doesn't know, I think most of you do. Um, either way, it's just Andrew at apextrackcoach.com or Ryan at apextrackcoach.com. We're going to be there all weekend. Andrew's going to be running some GLTC, looks like, with Bill Griffin's um, BMW by the sounds. I know. As if GLTC needed to be harder. Sure, let's get I, former professional right, like, race car driver Andrew Rains. Just, just what GLTC needs. Everyone's been telling me how easy it is to win there. So, <laughs> um, and I will be doing, it looks like some Sunday cup, um, inspect fits, and then actually maybe doing some comparison laps in club TR with, uh, the only Lotus, uh, good friend, Eric Streeter. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. You say Lotus. You're talking about Eric yeah. Streeter. 
who, who else? Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, I'm really excited about that because I've driven uh, Porsche, Toyota, Alfa, Ferrari, mid-engines, but never Lotus. Now, we used to see you around the Gridlife paddock a lot more than we have this year, uh, former tire wreck Brad. Can you, why is that? Uh, well, I mean, the, the big change, why you haven't seen me as much is uh, I've of course taken this new job with apex pro down South. So now that I live in Birmingham, Alabama, um, it's been a little more difficult to make those weekend trips. Um, wait, can, can more you say like Alabama again, real quick? Yes. Birmingham, Alabama. Boy, I, I almost heard a Southern drawl for a moment. So that, uh, <laughs> it's working quick. It's, uh, yeah, I actually changed um, my post on the track Midwest from you all to y'all with the little asterisk next to it to make sure everyone proper. knows I live in the South now. It's proper. Proper, of course. But yeah, so I haven't made as many events this year. Um, I'm actually going to be road tripping from Alabama to Lincoln, Nebraska for the SCCA Solo Nationals. And after the day of competition, first thing in the morning, heading from Nebraska straight to Michigan. Okay. Can I get some? Yep, then uh, back to Alabama, one lap style. <laughs> I was about to say you didn't drive the one lap this year, so you know, gotta get it in somehow. Yeah, making up for it, you know, I felt real a lot of FOMO this year with one lap, so gotta get those really long hours in for some way. <laughs> so what would you say you do for Apex Pro? What do you do here? What do you do? <laughs> um other than having people skills, um, I would say that <laughs> I work with. The I customers. pretty much deal. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much deal with helping, of course, try to promote, sell the product, uh, any customer problems, customer service type related issues. Try to figure out if it's user related, um, program related, hardware related, and just try to generally come up with also new ideas. Try to adjust and change. Um, our app and how things we can do things differently ultimately just trying to help apex pro as a company grow and improve and uh, being a user for the last two years for myself i think i bring a little bit of a a unique vision to that and uh the way i've been driving in multiple rally cross autocross time attack one lap etc some wheel to wheel I, i think i bring a nice outside source of vision not just endurance wheel to wheel sure so can you give me some of the some of the highlights between Gen 1 and Gen 2? Gen 1 has been four years now. It's about four years old to my knowledge. Yeah, um, that, that sounds right. 2017 was definitely the, the bigger start of everything yep. ramping up, so I would say that. And so it's the first major update uh, besides software in those four years. Um, what are some of the th- changes from the Gen 1 to Gen 2 unit? Um, so noticeably, the first thing you're going to see is the unit itself looks entirely different. It's, it's a slimmer. Yeah, it's a slimmer unit. Um, unfortunately, we did not do this to uh, hinder our Gen 1 users that want to get a Gen 2, but we had to use a different base plate because of the battery design. Oh, I noticed that, and it's like, oh... They are making the old stuff obsolete. Nicely done, nope. Apple. We're, we are not doing this on purpose. It was actually a change, which is our next uh, upgrade here, is the change of the battery design and the GPS unit antenna. They had to change the way they were mounted. So we physically could not use the old side-by-side two-prong because it's not going to work for the battery design. 
I get it. I get it. <laughs> but that's a huge improvement. Uh, the battery, not only do you see a charge indicator light on the side, where it'll show, you know, red when it's charging, green when fully charged, the battery life is greatly improved. I've actually kind of torture tested it that where I've left it on in my car starting Saturday morning and on Monday morning, it was still blinking. So it still had life in it. Now, nice. the more you use it with the direct GPS connection, the faster it's going to die. But when you're not directly using it, starting like a lap timer, it'll kind of go into this mode where it doesn't really draw much battery life. That's where you can get away with it sitting there all weekend sometimes. Mm. Yeah, that was one of my pet peeves early on was the uh, the battery charging light. The Gen 1 actually did have one, but Indeed you had to look through... I. I looked through the uh, the mounting hole, and there was like this yep. tiny, barely you could barely see this red light in there. And I knew, like, yep. if I tried to look for it in the dark and it wasn't there, it's like, all right, we're fully charged. But <laughs> I don't, I don't I, have to go through that anymore. As a genuine user myself, you know, I totally understand. Actually, uh, I essentially sponsored uh, Dustin Barty Black Flag Motorsports by giving him my Gen One when I moved on to a Gen Two, of course. So. Talking about the battery life and improving with that, uh, we had to remove uh, or move it around to make a better base plate for the antenna and the GPS improvements, which also now uh, they take a little longer maybe to get connected. But once they're connected with the antenna, they have a better, more accurate um, display of where you'll be on on the map. Not to mention due to that, we were able to kind of change the algorithm for the Apex Pro uh, percentages, which you've noticed, I'm sure, that they go up to a higher number now due to the fact that we have a better way of calculating how you're going accelerating down the straightaways, losing less potential apex score due to not being able to accelerate as much in say fourth gear to compared to second gear. Right. Yeah. This old, this old Miata doesn't, uh, doesn't have the Ford <laughs> thrust to, uh, you know, yes, light up like old, <laughs> old can-am cars, you know, I forget the quote, but <laughs> if you, if you can't spin the wheel, if you can't spin the wheels in any gear, you don't have enough power. And it's like, eh, it's not all of us play like that. Well, was, uh, there's the one, like, if you can't leave black marks from the exit of one corner to the start of another corner, you don't have enough horsepower. And that's, yeah, it's not the yeah. world I play in. <laughs> uh, so battery life, uh, mounting plate, GPS positioning, it's prettier. It's prettier. The LED lights are actually changed to supposed to help out with uh, the heat uh, by sitting on your dash all day. Obviously, things can get hot. Anyone with an iPhone, I know, has had the moment where your phone says too hot and you simply can't use it. Um, so that's improved, too, which will extend the life of the, the LED lights. Um, in the actual app, if you've noticed this or not yet, you can go deeper into it where you can actually do predictive lap times based upon your lights instead of the track coach now. This was something, to be honest, I didn't know. I really didn't want for years because I knew that was a big thing with, um, I forget the other major unit that's out there. Aim solo. Aim, solo, aim solos will do a predictive lap too. Yeah, and everybody yeah. talks about. Yeah, I glanced down at my predictive and it said I was up, and then I was down, and you know, it's like I, I just, I don't know. I just never really cared. Mm -hmm. Um, but. I found that you guys do it a little bit differently um, and you have a different idea on the um, hardware unit itself versus the phone. Could you talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah, so predictive, I guess, goes two ways. Based upon the Gen 2 hardware, uh, you can do the simple light system, which is down the middle, we split it. Uh, to the right is your green or positive up from your delta. And you need like uh, by at least two to three laps to get that predicted to go that way. Uh, left, of course, of center will be red, showing you by the dots and skill level how many potential tents you are down off your delta. Now, what the other way we've been doing it, and it's been even longer than the Gen 2 has been out, has been the lap timer plus subscription or predictive subscription of lap timer plus, where we can we can actually compare your delta by going green or red as the lap's going on your iPhone screen, assuming that you want to look at that while you're driving. Or we can do just predictive on the fly, where it actually tries to predict, based upon the track and the distance traveled, what time you're going to get. Gotcha. That was going to be a question of mine, because the Apex Pro has always had the skill level, beginner, intermediate, mm -hmm. advanced, expert. Um, and it's always, basically, Andrew's always talked about it as in like the resolution that you're looking at. The more mm -hmm. skilled you are, the smaller the changes it's going to show you. So in the predictive on the hardware itself, what does each dot represent? Is that a 10th or is that kind of a sliding scale? It's kind of a sliding scale right now. Uh, we have talked about trying to come up with a, an actual set amount of time for each dot um, across the board of skill, but we haven't actually set it that way. So it is based upon a sliding scale of how long the laps are and to how many dots equal essentially how many tents are up to even a full second, a few dots in. Gotcha. So that's still a work in progress of how we're going to maybe define it for numbers for people, but you can, I've, I've done a test lap around work and it's fun to kind of watch how the, the dots are improving as you get stuck at a light or something, as I'm doing our test track, you know, of course, you know, obeying all local laws. Um, <laughs> in, in Mexico, this was done. Yes, yeah, clearly in Mexico. But yeah, so to me, that was one of the coolest improvements because not everyone wants to see that time, like you were saying. Uh, some people might be much happier saying, oh, I'm two green dots up, which, you know, that could be depending on your track, two tenths, four tenths, five tenths, you know, et cetera. But seeing that actual number can be a, a little bit of a mind, you know, game, yeah. mid-lap. I prefer it. Um, being a time attacker, I like to know when I make that slightly deeper breaking zone, uh, better or later apex, get into power sooner. If it actually makes an adjustment within a second of me doing it, I can see the difference. So. Yeah. And something I've been harping at Andrew about for probably three years now, which is finally possible thanks to the new hardware, uh, yep. is the crew view stuff. Yes. Um, I remember like back when I first got the Gen 1, um, one of the earlier adopters, um, because Becky and I were using it on the 2018 One Lap of America, is the, the information that the crew view gives you. And at the beginning, I want to say it might have, I think it always gave us mile per hour, but I'm not sure on that. But it always gave you track position and lap time. And so the thing I was I was harping at them, it's like I've I wanna see like a list of lap times, which they did at the beginning, then they took away for a while and then they gave it back, which I'm glad for. Um, but now you can actually get live 
telemetry to anybody who is a lap timer plus subscriber. Um, what kinds of things can those subscribers see on crew view while they're just hanging out on the side of the track or if they're part of the crew? Um, what kind of stuff comes over the, the phone? Yep. So you had to nail the head what crew view was able to do prior. Um, you know, you get your lap times, each individual lap, no matter how many you do, you got your mile an hour, you have placement on the track based upon the username. Um, now with the generation two, the generation two is the only item that can actually show telemetry, or I should say broadcast telemetry. Gen ones can't broadcast telemetry. They don't, they don't have the capability of it. Um, but in order to see that telemetry, you actually have to be an LTP subscriber. Now, where this is can come out both ways is myself. If I want to be a crew or say watch multiple people on GOTC that say have Gen twos out there, I can see between say if you know you and Dustin both have Gen twos, I can see as you're driving your speed trace. For example, I can do time, um, I can do distance. And I can do speed, lat G's, long G's, or your apex as you're doing it on the fly. So the, if I, yeah, I want to just like spy on Scott and see what he's up to, I, do I need Scott's permission or can I just be a subscriber and just be like, boop, and uh, just watch Scott's magic? So if Scott I'm is allowing up, his information to be broadcasted, then all you need to be is an LTP subscriber to find him and watch it. I love that. <laughs> but he has to be broadcasting. It's his choice to broadcast oh, he'll be, information. He'll be broadcasting. Oh, Don't I'll, worry. Oh, <laughs> he knows. He knows He knows all my info is out there for Becky. And he's like, you know what? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to look over Becky's shoulder. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, you can, you can watch anyone who's broadcasting it. As long as you're an LTP user, you have to be able to an LTP user to see this telemetry, but only Gen 2 users can broadcast it. So, and it does continuous laps too. You're going to see the current lap will be red. A previous lap will be like a uh, darker blue and the laps prior to that will be more transparent. Gotcha. So, um, how do people find you on site? Midwest Festival is almost like an outdoor convention meets car show meets racetrack meets camping music festival. And it's sometimes difficult to find people. Do you guys have a booth? Do you guys going to be wandering travelers? What do you have going on? So it sounds like that uh, Andrew will be bringing the tent. I'm not going to be able to squeeze that in my car with uh, the four Falcons in the back and everything else. Um, So he should be bringing that out. And he'll be stationed up next to Bill Griffin in the Turner Motorsports BMW. Um, I will likely be trying to squeeze in there as well. If not, I might be squeezing in with Dustin's paddock area. It depends on how, how it is because I'm going to be arriving late. Um, but I would say Bill Griffin's car would be a good place to come look for us. We are trying to get everyone to reach out ahead of time for the demos. Obviously, if you need to, you can reach out to us at the event. We just know cell service and our things can be issues there. So if you have any interest at all, give us an email ahead of time. We'll get it set up, try to schedule things out to make it a little easier on everyone. But by all means, if you see us anywhere, come up to us. I'm sure I'll have a backpack on me with units for people to demo and throw in cards at random. And what's your email address people can reach you at again? 
Once again, it's Ryan at apextrackcoach.com. Yeah, so if you see uh, a couple shady-looking dudes with Apex Pro <laughs> gear on, um, hunt them down, ask them to demo one of these units. I was able to get some of the first, first batch, pretty close to the first yes. batch of Gen 2s, and it's been really good. Um, the predictive I like a lot more than I thought I would, and I'm finding it to be an incredibly valuable tool, especially for qualifying or for time mm-hmm. attack, if that's if that's your deal as well. Um, and Becky and I are finding the uh, telemetry over being streamed over uh, over the air is uh, quite good as well. So I still have questions about the weekend, Scott. Don't wrap this up yet. Oh, damn. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm Get not done there. asking. Get I got to ask Brian questions. So you're gonna be have you're gonna have a bunch of units there to loan out. Is it better for people to contact you ahead of time and be like, hey, I'm gonna be running HPDE. Like, when can I find you to make sure I borrow one Saturday afternoon? Somebody like, wasn't paying attention. Like a library. Earlier. No, he didn't. Yeah. I, I preferably yes, that is the best method. We would like your name, you know, your okay. Swift contact, phone number, email, Facebook yeah. Messenger, what car you're gonna be in, what class, etc. Like okay. the more information you give us, the easier it's gonna be for both of us. Okay. And if you're gonna do that, make sure beforehand you download the software and you're like ready to rock and roll. And I only ask that because I'm definitely the kind of guy who would show up not have anything downloaded and be like, I don't know what to do with this box and put it upside down and do all those other horrible things. Got it. Yeah. Anyone at all. Um, just to be clear, the apex pro gen one and gen two are the 10 Hertz units. You do not need one of those to use our app. Our app is entirely free. You, it can use your one Hertz off your phone. GPS It's apex pro just apex pro. It's going to be uh, in the app store. I think we got like a five out of five stars, which is pretty solid for, um, and it's completely free. Download that. You're going to have to make and register a login prior. And once you do that, preferably make a car in your garage. And then we can either connect the unit or you can even start using it by your phone GPS on your own if you'd like. So regardless, everybody should reasonably have this downloaded and be doing the free one hertz thing. And then, I mean, if you have any interest in Apex Pro at all, our company, our app, et cetera, download it. It's 100% free to use and you can get lap time data from it. And, okay, and then they'll bug you and bar and then like and demo a box and that is, yep. and you tell their mom the box, to download the, the ten times more accurate data. Than right, that. and then <laughs> tell their mom to download the app so their mom can watch them do lap times. That's like, right. Sitting in her living room and be like, "Mom, look at how fast I'm going," and that kind of thing. So, yeah, bingo. And uh, one quick more thing about the LTP the thing that's cool: you can go into people's crew view now, and if they've submitted their leaderboard lap times you can save their data so I can compare to anyone that's uploaded that. And I've done it plenty already at Barber. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, and while you're at festival, I mean, a lot of people have plenty of downtime. If you download it, you go to crew view, you go to gingerman raceway and at any given time, as long as their unit is on, you can see generally where everybody is who's using FX pro (laughs) at any given time. Um, you can see them paddock on track, etc. <laughs> yeah, and all you have to do is just tap on the little moving cars on track, take a look at their lap times, their uh, their speed. If you're a subscriber, you can get all their telemetry, find out uh, if they nailed that apex and uh, that track out a little bit better than they did last lap. Uh, it's it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, and if you want to 
follow the Robertson Racing. It's just Roberts at Robertson Racing on there. Uh, Becky's is Adventure Becky. Um, I don't. I'm not sure she's going to get on track much this uh, this weekend, but it'll. Uh, you know, you know, she likes friends too. I actually know several people whose uh, whose aim solos are for sale right now because they're moving to the Apex Pro um, as much as anything because of this whole group. Like everybody's data is out there. It's you can compare it with each other. They can see it, and data always becomes more useful the more of it there is, and the more people you can compare to, and all of that stuff. So the the community aspect of this and the fact that it's even going to be more so at Midwest Fest has me super duper excited um, that more people are using data and using it together. So I'm very cool. Um, While we're throwing out usernames, mine is simply R Finch and Andrew Rains is a Rains 44. And what I, what I appreciate too about the apex is you can dive into it as deep as time allows if you've got five minutes, you can take a look and take two or three low-hanging fruit out of your speed trace, uh, out of your apex score even, just based on track position. That if you just don't have a lot of time or you just don't feel like it for whatever reason after it, I get it. At the end of a long day, you're like, eh, I'm just going to do the minimum. Apex allows you to. But if you've got 15 minutes, there's a lot more you can dig into. If you've got an hour uh, and you become a subscriber, your phone can take video and overlay your Apex data on that video, and then you can really go frame by frame and pick apart um, what you're doing and what the car is doing. So it it makes data accessible, and I think kind of a lot more fun because of that. Um, and that's part of the reason why, uh, why we use it and why we've been enjoying it so much. Yeah, agreed. Uh, The biggest thing for me to become a user compared to any other data device out there was the ease of use um, to be able to get to the data right away at the side of the track. Like you said, it's accessible. Uh, We're making it more social. uh, And we just want it to be one of the simplest devices out there for you. I have to give the warning for everyone who's interested in demoing. Uh, We have not made it a a non-iOS app since 2019. So I just want to get that out there. Sorry, guys. Uh, once we do get a, another programmer for apps other than iOS-based, I'm sure we'll bring the Apple, uh, not the Apple, but the Android-based uh, device back. So, Yep. It's just a time budgeting thing. Uh, when I remember is he, Andrew couldn't do both well, so he picked one and did that well instead of trying to... It's just better to do one well than failing at both. Yep. Fair enough. All right, we'll reach out to Ryan or Andrew uh, on their emails. Uh, get it scheduled. Tell them all your info, um, when you'd like to try to target a time, and they'll work with you. Come see them on site this weekend. Uh, check out Bill Griffin's car or ours. If you want to take a look at it, I can walk you through some of our data. And, uh, yeah, I think that's our first promotional uh, podcast we've ever done. Woohoo, first. Nailed it. How'd it go, Seth? <laughs> I think it was fantastic. We did great, but we usually do, so <laughs> crushed it. Seth Seth is our <laughs> is our biggest uh fan, really. So well, for the three of us and for Apex Pro, 
I'm Scott. I'm Seth. And I'm Ryan. This has been Track Walking Promotional. <laughs>